Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing on this, this wonderful morning? Uh, it is a wonderful morning because it's sunny here, which is great. It's been a week since that happened. And you've been really living it up for, I don't know, months, even years down in Florida, right? Yeah, but this is when it's really paying off. You know, well, most of the time it sucks here. Crazy <laughs> stuff is always happening. Someone's face is getting eaten off. It's, you know, 110 degrees and it's really humid. But now, now who's laughing? It's me because it's 84 degrees and it's snowing in Texas. And oh. I don't even yeah, I like that you you uh, you mentioned all the terrible things of Florida in like perfect order because like in your facing off is probably worse than 110 degree weather. Yeah, that, that was the order. Uh, but today is a great day because we have a guest. We do awesome because then we don't have to come up with with the content <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> yeah, um, that is definitely the case. So um, yeah, be a pleasure of introducing uh, Mr. Andy Cabasso. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we're going to be, you know, you're the owner of uh, Postaga. Um, I can see here a better way of building links, which is what is always on SEO's mind. And uh, as we know, there are hundreds of ways of doing it, but we're going to narrow down, you know, a few things that have been working the most for you today and um, talk about some really interesting approaches that Paul and myself never really think about that often. So before we get into that, love to hear some of your background. Sure. So, uh, well, um, many, many, many years ago, I actually went to law school and was a lawyer for a little bit. Um, and then uh, while I was in law school, I realized that every law firm that I was applying to work at had a terrible website, um, which was fun. Uh, and I was like, I could do better than this. And so what started out as a side hustle of uh, digital marketing for law firms ended up becoming a career switch. Uh, and I started uh, and grew my own digital agency focusing on legal. Uh, yeah, we started, grew, and then eventually uh, sold that agency to another company in the legal space. Uh, and today I run a company called Postaga that was partially inspired by my experience as a digital agency, uh, looking for a way to more easily streamline uh, doing uh, link building and digital PR outreach. If you don't mind me asking, um, when did you get started with your, your previous uh, digital agency and, and when did you sell? I, yeah, so I I, the timeline. <laughs> so the timeline, uh, well, so I got, uh, so I got, I started doing like my digital, I started like the digital agency around 2012, 2013, and we grew it and sold it in actually three years. So we sold it in 2016. Nice. Good for you. Just when things started getting interesting in the legal space. I'm just joking. It's overly saturated. You got out of a good time. You might be a really good authority on this. And I know we get questions from, from people in our audience and I just generally have this question. So how do you value a link monetarily? Like what is your process for that? So that actually that's, I don't know that I am the best person to, to do that because I don't actually value links monetarily. Like I, when I'm like evaluating links and opportunities and stuff like that, uh, I care, I really just care about uh, context relevance and uh, like domain ranking and authority. Um, but I'm not like generally super focused on dollar values or anything like that. All right, but so like um, if you're, purchasing links, right? Or paying for like a service for it. Mm -hmm. um, are you more of like, like an hourly basis and like what you get during is what you get or like, is it like tiered? Sure. So, so, uh, 
I'm, I'm going to probably upset some people, but like I, in general, I take a very healthy dose of skepticism around services that involve paying for links, with, like with certain tiers and things like that, yeah. just because the very vast majority of them are bad quality. Uh, and the stuff that a lot of consumers are looking for when they are purchasing links, uh, they are not very discerning. They, they're just like, all right, so this is, this is a DA50 link, therefore it's worth more. Uh, I should pay more for it. And uh, I just, I don't like that. There are, there are, I gotta say, many very good link building services out there where that's that's what they specialize in. Like they don't even, they don't call themselves SEO agencies because they very specifically focus on link building and they do it right. They have very strong networks and they have very like good opportunities for placing relevant contextual links. Uh, and they have good business models for, char for charging what, what they believe is appropriate for, for that. Uh, but, yeah, like the the very vast majority of it, it I is just garbage, right? It's garbage. So that's actually, a, I think, like an excellent answer, and something like Ryan and I talk about all the time um, is that I think relevancy is a like first of all, domain authority is great, but like you can get you can get like a web 2.0 that doesn't have any like page authority, right? So like mm -hmm. ultimately, what it is, it's like whatever that the page authority is, which isn't really a number you know anymore, right? Um, mm -hmm. Which but still exists is the thing that's that's really going to like influence like the algorithm, um, and then rele relevancy got added on to that, and I think that's like what kind of knocked out a lot of like the guest posting back in the day in like 2013 when it was like becoming you know you were getting legal links from a from like a yoga website or whatever right it's just like anywhere you could get something like people were getting in and they went overboard with it right and the people that I, I see that are having the most success the people who are very much like building relationships with other websites and building relationships with other people who are doing the same strategies as them like link insertions or niche edits or guest posts or things like that they spend the time to find really relevant opportunities and only uh have guest posts or, or niche edits on websites that are actually relevant. And so there is, it's a bit more work that goes into it uh, than it was back in the day, uh, but it ends up being more successful. It's, you know, real um, yeah. and it gets better results. So since being in the legal space, I, I imagine maps, right, uh, is probably the number one driver, you know, um, for, mm -hmm. for a lot of law firms. Um, do you find yourself focusing on like local link building. Uh, so, so local link building, like so, I guess legal in general is a very tough space. Um, that's a, a we could we could talk all day about about like legal link building. Um, in part because, like, if 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 I have a law firm website and my practice is all around, let's say either you know DUI or personal injury, uh, the other websites that I would want links from that are like, you know, uh, sharing repositories of information about my topics, they're, you know, legal directory websites that I really don't want links from because those are all, everyone uh, has them. Everyone yeah. has them and there are no follow links and it's, they're gonna try and then sell you on their service and their proprietary platform and all of that, which is no good. Uh, but it's either that or competitors. Uh, the, those are the only people who are like seemingly writing content that's related to like your your topic area. So that, that can be a huge challenge. So 
local link building is definitely like the area that like that I try and encourage like law firms to focus on. So like for example, uh, if I, if we're doing like outreach, like there's, I, I would suggest like things like like local associations, local memberships, and things like that. Um, I know that some people like to do link building with like scholarships, for example, and awards in, in the community and things like that, and that helps out as well. Um, but uh, other than that, kind of things like for, maybe forming partnerships or affiliations with other organizations. So uh, law firms, for example, like like to get referrals from other relevant businesses. So if I do estate planning law, I have partnerships with uh, uh, CPAs or financial planners who can send business my way and I can refer cases their way. Uh, if I can get uh, a link to or a feature or just anything on that uh, that firm's website as well, that can be another bonus for me there. Um, but uh, it it does take some effort to do that, you know. <clears throat> yeah. So always, always look at those internal partnerships you already have. Yeah, exactly. Right? See what you can take advantage of from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going back to what you're saying about like the DA being like a, a metric, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's like uh, if it's like 50 and, and that's the only thing you're looking at, it's like really who cares if the anchor text isn't relevant, if the website doesn't make sense, if the outbound links are in the thousands, tens of thousands, millions. It just mm -hmm. uh, as you add more and more variables, it just kind of like mitigates the value very, very quickly. So, so right. yeah, we try not to use that metric as end all be all that's just uh, it's just like the, uh, the the shiny thing that gets you to look at it right and if, like, if you're in this space that like, you see that there are so many people who like treat every link like it's a commodity like like the like the actual domain itself is irrelevant it's just that that da number you know um and that's for me at least like a huge red flag right away because you I don't know about you, but like, I get hit up on LinkedIn all the time or Facebook all the time about people like, hey, I've got these links and here's my price list and it's a menu and it's like, okay. Oh, I throw that to my SO team constantly. So um, <laughs> so the interesting thing with link building, like based off where we're at now is that like you're talking about competition. Anyone can go on, they can go on SMRush, Ahrefs, they can go on these tools, they can look at the backlink portfolio of competition, be like, mm -hmm. They're authoritative, they're ranking for stuff. I need these links, sure. That's like the baseline. And mm -hmm. then in, your, in really competitive spaces, legal is a perfect example. Mm -hmm. People are constantly looking at each other's portfolios and they're like, mm -hmm. they have scholarships, I have to do scholarships. They have a Forbes link, I have to do a Forbes link. And then yeah. what happens is it's just like this like leapfrogging and they're yeah. just like, and it gets starts getting expensive. Like I, I work with people in competitive markets like mm -hmm. New York, Houston, LA, and they're just like, oh crap, that link costs like a thousand dollars. And yeah. it's like, yeah, but you're, I wanna buy it. And it gets like to the point where people are really shelling out like real cash, but they have the access. So we're getting to a point where it's like, like you're saying relationships, kind of the intangibles, we have to like do things where it's like your competition can't just buy a link anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're, we're talking about possibly PR relationships, mm -hmm. possibly outreach. We might may or may not get there, but um, one of the big yeah. things is, are the things that no one can just replicate. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I don't know if you want to segue into the, <laughs> the, the summits or you, we can talk well, about something that kind of led you to come up with that. Yeah, like uh, that. Well, that's good. Uh, so there's, I guess, a few kind of steps there. Like I, exactly what you're saying about like doing stuff that, that other people can't replicate. So uh, like they're creating content, I'm creating content. Maybe they're doing something like skyscraper technique, and I'm doing skyscraper technique, and we're just going after each other's links or finding, just trying to find other sites that can link to us that, it, that are linking to our competitors and back and forth. And 
this stalemate detente uh, of, of links going going back and forth. So one thing that I like found helpful, which you know takes a little bit more effort, is uh, is kind of like digital PR, getting getting other websites to you know uh, to mention you, review you, or, or feature you in some way that is more than just. Uh, reaching out to be like, hey, uh, can you link to our content or something like that and doing something like that. So like one example that, that I've seen is like podcast outreach and like how I get in touch. I'm doing this myself. I reach out to podcasts uh, to have me on as a guest. Uh, I have a relevant experience to talk about related to the topics uh, and then I can get a backlink uh, I, and I'll get a mention and people listening. Also, I have this now Hey, wait access. a second. You're not what? just doing this for the backlink, are you, Annie? <laughs> Paul, I am here for the friendship first. All right. That's what we thought. Because we were talking about relationship building. Right. So we expect that of you're going to be on many, many times. Yeah. Like the uh, right. amount of effort going into this. How many links do you expect at the end of this? Uh, <laughs> or, <laughs> depends how, how much should we charge is. for these links? That's what I'm right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's and that's uh, right. Like it. It's it's it is also easier to write a check to someone or give, give them your credit card to pay for a link. Sure, uh, but you can get not only like links, but also act, uh, in front of a new relevant audience for you, which can be a good opportunity. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so so things like reaching out for podcasts. Uh, I'm also a proponent of guest posts. I uh, but in a right relevant context, not just for not just for like wherever I can get uh, a guest post, but you know, guest posting on relevant websites. So, all right, you'll get a backlink, but also hopefully like getting access to that audience will also be helpful for you. So it's, there's a bit more work to it, but uh, it can, I think be more beneficial if, uh, as opposed to just being focused on that link itself. Yeah. Um, uh, beyond that, I guess we're we're talking about virtual summits. Uh, we were talking about that earlier. Uh, virtual summits are a unique thing and also especially relevant now. Uh, but it can be a great kind of thing to put together to build that uh, that one can you know help you increase your audience too. You can get links to it and so improve your uh, link profile there. Uh, and also could help you build more partnerships, other relationships. Um, and if you want also possibly make you some money, uh, that's not bad either. Uh, so like what virtual summits are, if you're not really familiar, it's basically uh, summary is it's an online webinar that is more than one session and possibly more than one day. And so I've run virtual summits that were like two over two days and like 15 different sessions over those two days. And uh, I had like many speakers in the legal industry and uh, basically like what I would, what, what I'd be doing putting it together is I'm trying to uh, have content that's relevant for my audience, but also I'm trying to increase my audience size. So my speakers are promoting the event to their audiences as well. Uh, and they're sharing it, they're talking about it, they're posting it. Uh, and that's getting me more press and, and publicity and other relevant like legal industry blogs that I that I've been wanting to get uh, coverage from are starting to cover us and give up, get us links as well. And that's like having this event is a reason for someone uh, in the press uh, with a good domain authority to write write an article about you, not just a single link somewhere. Sure, I mean so. Uh Ryan and I talk about this, um, how um, 
as like SEOs, you, you know, you, you're always trying to get links and like, mm-hmm. so, so much stuff is, is done that like the whole, like the idea where it came from was like to get links, you know, yeah. like, like Ryan and I had this idea to, to start like a, like a 5k <laughs> just so we could get <laughs> like links from like local businesses. Like, but then, you know, then you're going to have to run a 5k. We weren't, no, we were just going to set it up, um, and like do the whole, do the whole groundwork, you know, um, just so we could get like links on other websites and then redirected it at one point to like what we wanted. Um, <laughs> but people were like, oh man, is nothing just done for, for normal reasons? Like pretty much no, like all the scholarships that you've seen for the last like 13 years. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. We're just trying to get links. <laughs> so. that, that was a real disheartening moment when I learned about like, like scholarship backlink kind of things and like there there are companies out there that you can pay that will offer scholarships on your behalf and stuff like that and that's oh that was that was like you know seeing going to disney and seeing the person in the mickey costume take off the hat oh well you know what light up a positive thing for the world (laughs) okay it does good um that's all i have to say about it uh for um, for the record for the 5k you don't have to run you can walk briskly (laughs) um i think we came really close to actually doing this though like i I was working at at a company that did rehab um Mm. like drug rehab and we were like can can i do this can i can i make like a 5k actually happen just for the links i I like that like i I like this idea that maybe that you guys are putting yourselves through physical trauma for links like all right we got to run this 5k now because we did organize it and we need some people to show up so our client feels that this wasn't frivolous yeah i mean i was gonna pay people to show up um you know i had a good budget so just whatever whatever you gotta do maybe it correlates with like the effort so you iron man i'd assume that you get like a lot of links um oh. but you might die um oh, that could be one of those things so, so uh, oh, oh, go ahead, good. <laughs> let me this is what happens when i can't see what you're doing but I, I'll, I'll continue so um yeah i love that idea of the virtual summit i would imagine that asking people to be a part of it and being collaborative, you're not going to get too much resistance. People are, are, are very, very much like appreciative and are say, oh, it, well, it, it's fantastic. super easy. Cause like, like, um, I had some summits where like, I was like hopeful that these people would be able to speak and like we weren't charging anything for admission. We just wanted as big an audience as possible. And my pitch to the speakers was, you know, you don't have to travel anywhere and you will get access to this audience and you can recycle any like as long as it's like relevant, like let's talk about this ahead of time. But you can use a a session that you've given before uh, and we can you can use that same material and we can use that for this audience because. I mean, chances are they haven't seen everything that you've uh, presented. And so easy for them, like easy for them to say yes. And uh, provided I can get them to, I can have a lot of good assets that they that I can give to them that they can, like in collateral, they can share with their audiences. Uh, it's uh, just a win-win. Uh, so I have a, a question about um, maybe on the technical side, uh, mm-hmm. what kind of tools do you use for like your outreach? So back in the day, I think I used Raven tools. Um, which you can kind of set up a lot of templates and have like a lot of people using sort of one account. Uh, do you mm-hmm. use something similar now? Uh, so I guess shameless plug. So I, I, I built a Postaga specifically to uh, specifically for this for outreach uh, because well, what I was seeing was there's so many disparate tools out there. There are tools for you know uh, prospecting. There are tools for finding contact. There's tools for 
verifying emails once you've found them, and then there are CRMs out there for sending emails and follow-ups and uh, you know templates with merge fields and all that stuff. And so uh, mm-hmm. the software that I built basically streamlines and automates that kind of all in one. Uh, so we help prospect. Uh, we have an integration now also with Ahrefs. So if you're doing like skyscraper technique, um, we can automate and streamline uh, a bunch of that. So instead of like finding one website that has a hundred backlinks, we can grab multiple websites that have, you know, whether it's one backlink or a thousand backlinks or how many, whatever, however big their profile is, you can target multiple websites at once, grab their backlink profiles, find the contact people at those websites, get their email addresses, verify their email addresses, and then build and send them targeted personalized emails related to uh, that campaign. Uh, that's just a, one example. But basically the workflow is we will help, we, the, our platform helps you prospect to find relevant websites to reach out to, then finds and verifies the contacts and then builds and sends the emails to them. Nice. Uh, to our listeners, I, I wasn't asking that as a plug. I really didn't know that. <laughs> so, um, so that sounds like a really cool tool that, that you put together. So I definitely uh, think I'll, I'll try and check it out at some point. Cool. I think I think our listeners know, maybe not Paul, but me personally, I've never been the biggest proponent of outreach, not because I don't think it doesn't work. It clearly works, but it's just the whole philosophy. I, I'd much rather be in control of the assets I'm able to link from as opposed to be having a strategy or authority contingent on the decisions of webmasters and random people that own websites. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I didn't mention is I have done sort of outreach, but it may look a little bit different from maybe what we're discussing here. So, you know, our listeners probably for the most part look at outreach as just like, hey, I came across your website and I think that you might find this page or blog relevant. I I know that's not what you do, but that's like the, the way that it might be perceived a lot. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I've done, and I'm not sure if you've done it similar to this, but when it comes to like, I guess the content I do, and maybe like my email lists, I'm never doing like a hard pitch or a sale. sale. I'm really kind of informing mm-hmm. people and putting stuff in front of them, and let them make their own decision kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that I've done and it worked, um, probably I have to check how much it worked. I know it worked <laughs> enough for me to even bring it up, but basically like getting in front of people and telling them that they, I like they made a list or something and show yep. them an asset and it's just like, Hey, listen, like you made a list of like my 10 favorite blogs and I just wanted to show you it. And then it's just the page and I don't say anything. That's Mm -hmm. it. And I let them do what they want with it. And sometimes they actually do link to that kind of asset on Mm -hmm. their own. Yeah, uh, that's that's a that is a great strategy. Uh, uh, We actually have like so in our platform. Gosh, I I don't mean to be plugging, but like you you kind of spoke right to something that we, we do as well, like. We have like one of our outreach campaign types pulls all of the outbound links from your content so you can reach out to those people with your pitch or even your not pitch of, hey, just want to let you know, we were, uh, you made this article that, that we wrote. And, you know, like an article, like an award article or a top something article, uh, that's, that, that is that nice ego bait that, that gets people excited. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm not kind of trying to convince them or pitch them to take action, but yet, but you do also make the page like kind of more formal and, and mm-hmm. it's not just like kind of a haphazard, like, oh, whatever plug. It's like, it's something that looks like my official picks, the top 10 of 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is formal at least. Right. So it's, you know, it's something maybe prestigious enough for me to 
get you know goosebumps about and maybe like link to it well so so uh i i you also mentioned uh one thing that uh i uh, one thing that um I, I was thinking about you said that like with with outreach you end up like just you know like you end you're concerned that like you're there's no control that you end up like your efforts are you know reaching out to these websites and hoping that they link to you so one thing that i've seen that like over time as you are reaching out to different websites you you know you build relationships you build a network uh and there are like people that you could call on to say like hey uh i have i have this content um I think it would be it would it would be good if you could like link to it in this article or something like that in this anchor text in this context, and there there like there's a reciprocal opportunity there where they'll be like oh yeah sure I can link to that for you no problem uh, can you uh, do you know any anywhere I could link get a link for this content from and it ends up being like a barter system of exchanges for or trying to find other opportunities for your colleagues and your network. It, it's funny. I always keep track of um, all the outreach emails my clients get, and, and it's never going to go away. I, there's not an uptick, but there's certainly not any less than it used to be. Mm-hmm. But the best one that I've ever seen was like a marketing director for like the law firm in house, and they straight up mm-hmm. were just like, "Let's just exchange links because it helps with SEO." That was it. <laughs> like, that's all they said. And you're like, "Okay, I'll do it." Yeah, he's fine. just like, "Listen, I'm going to cut to the chase. Like, no content. I'll link to you. You link to me. It works. Let's do it." Um, oh. They were from New York. They're just like, hey, you know, sometimes you just got to ask, you know, that's the difference, right? And Ooh. did you? Uh, I don't really advise those things about my clients. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, it's it's outreach. It's for SEO purposes. Um, there's we can do other ways of getting you links. And <laughs> All right. So I got I got a question. I don't know if yeah. you're going to have an answer to it. You might not. Um, so as the old kind of cool strategy that everyone did with like um, with scholarships, you know, mm-hmm. that that's kind of it might still work to some degree now. It doesn't work like it used to when it first did. Do you have any strategy like that that you think is working today or like that you think will work? Hmm. It's like something cutting edge. Podcasting. Podcasting. <laughs> so have you guys heard of this thing called a podcast? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's a pod? Because I know what casting is. Yeah. yeah. So, a, so a podcast. <laughs> Um, I've actually tested um, doing like citations on like podcast episodes to see if you, if you get a boost from it. And because uh, it, you really, that once your podcast is like syndicated, um, it, it's on like hundreds and hundreds of websites that you've never even thought about ever clicking to you to like, to have, like listen to a podcast. Sure. Um, and that description shows up, shows up everywhere. Right. So like, I was like, Hey, maybe if I just like put the nap in there for an episode, we have someone on, we'll see, like, we'll see a lift from it. I didn't see any left at all, actually. So Google must like just know uh, <laughs> at this point, it's like a PR web like push, you know, like they, they just know. But I do have one other question that I ask all my guests and you really don't have to answer this one if you're uncomfortable with it. Okay. We like to see, cause like Ryan and I have had so many like um, crazy experiences uh, doing SEO at some point with clients or in-house mm-hmm. or whatever. Do you have just like a really like crazy, like it could be like terrible uh, just ex- experience um, or just like something just, failed like miserably. Um, I, I think the first episode Ryan and I ever did was like all of our failed SEO projects <laughs> that we did. No, it was five hours long. Uh, it's, it's done pretty well. <laughs> no, I don't uh, know. We had a lot to mention. Um, but uh, do you have anything like that that you can talk about? I do. Um, you guys ever heard of what happens when you migrate a website and 
uh, are not a hundred percent prepared. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I can think of a that lot. That was my first job was migrating uh, from just hard coded sites into Drupal. So, so, so uh, the very first website that I ever migrated, they were looking to change the domain completely uh, and like, all right, well, we want to still pass up all the backlinks and all that stuff. And we got a 301 everything. And I'm like, yeah, we have the 301 everything. And, uh, you know, I read up on Google to try and make sure that I, I did everything right. And we migrated the website and, you know, Google took its time to index the new domain because I didn't ahead of time try and just index the new domain with like a single landing page or anything like that. And so it took Google a while to find the new website and then put everything to the right place. Like traffic dropped like 30% for a month. Um, that was fun. That's bad. Yeah, that's that's a rough one, man. Um, so, so uh, no, no shame. Uh, it was everything bounced back. We we learned from it, um, but I guess these things happen sometimes. Um, it it sucks when it happens, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's probably. Uh, it sounds at least maybe it would have been better than migrating the website over successfully and then doing a new like uh, reoptimization website and having a junior SEO be like, well, the URLs need more different keywords or they need to be reoptimized and then just change oh. absolutely every change page. Them? Yeah. That's fun. I'm not saying that's happened, but I'm sure no. it does happen. They're like, hey, let's go to dot now for mo you know, like the like let's do that. <laughs> oh gosh. That's happened. Um all right, I'll, I'll tell you because you'll appreciate this being the legal space. Like uh, I think Ryan and I can talk about this because it happened a long time ago. Um so this is pretty terrifying. So we were like uh, you know, finding old websites and bringing them back to life um mm -hmm. that like used to exist for like law firms. And yep. uh, we found one for a law firm out in California. And, you know, we would go to the Wayback Machine and see what it looked like before mm -hmm. and throw up the same content yep. and, you know, put some links on it. And, you know, we would always register with like a random email we created and just like fake information. And we were, you know, I think I forget what it was. We had to like approve something on there. It was like a plugin or something like that. Um, uh, and we checked into the email and we saw this like long email from the person that used it, like that had the firm. In LA, they're like, "Why is my business law firm up again? Like, what what is going on?" And he's, we looked at like the guy up, and he was like a big time like like state attorney, like like uh, like prosecutor in California. And we were just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so we just deleted it. We just got rid of it like right away. We like never looked at it again. But like that guy was like really pissed and he was really looking into like what was happening <laughs> to his like old business. Oh I, I had that happened too in Florida, the lady, but I actually used my own like an info and she like called me and she, and she was just like, what's like, what's going on? <laughs> and I had my domain back and I was like, I guess I was like, it's not that important. And then I just, I kind of just gave it to her because I'm just like, oh, it's not, it's not like a high DA. I was just kind of using it just to do some yeah. stuff. I mean, nothing we're doing is, legal illegal right <laughs> no it's an exp it wasn't even branded i mean it was like you know how you have law firms where it's like the person's name law firm or their full name this mm -hmm. was like their initials law and it's like that doesn't mean anything. Well, we, like, we just put his website back up with his logo and you know everything but that's all <laughs> that one was like a pure like uh putting back up but i think that mine was like 
do like a you're just using the domain 2016 yeah. theme with random blogs and there's no of course. comparison anyways all right well uh thanks so much for for being on andy um tell everyone where they can find you um why would they want to find me um like physically like no, online please, please don't ordinance <laughs> um okay uh so i'm pretty easy to find at least on the internet um i'm not like where's waldo or nothing uh andy cabasso is me on twitter on facebook on linkedin i'm andrew cabasso because it's more professional mm. um uh, i also have a uh, facebook group called grow together seo that's all about link building and digital pr and outreach and um yeah, just dig digital marketing in general um and my company's website is postaga.com well, Andy, thank you so much for being on. And I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners out there. Uh, we really appreciate you. And we hope you got something great out of this podcast today. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe anywhere that you listen to this podcast, but particularly on Apple, because that's what we care about the most. That's, that's what makes the money. Just kidding. We don't make any money off this podcast at all. Uh, but we do we do it for the likes. Um, and if you want to be on the podcast or you have a question that you, you want to ask Ryan or I, you can contact us at seosaidnotherlies at gmail.com or you can leave us a, a comment on our, our YouTube page. Uh, we respond, respond to those pretty quickly, um, and we love to hear from our guests. Uh, so much for listening. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. This has been another episode of SEO's Dead and Other Lies. Goodbye. Bye.